Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We want to hear about your ministry or a ministry you love. Text the word ACTION to 484848 and a producer will contact you for your idea. Bullying, depression, academic pressure, social media issues, drug use. It's just a short list of potential struggles for our school-aged children. As a mom, what can I do? When I drop off my girls for school, they're out of my care. I have no control, no influence, no presence. I'm not alone in this. This reality is unifying moms all around the world. Find out what it's all about on this Action in Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. 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 In ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legoute, and this is Action in Ministry. My girls are very young still, just barely starting out their years in school, but I'll never forget the first time that my four-year-old at the time came home and told me um, that she didn't like her hair because someone in her class told her that her hair was too poofy. Peer pressure at such a young age to look a certain way or be a certain way, um, these are things that I never thought that I would have to um, talk about this early in life with my children. Our guest, she can relate to these things. Fern Nichols is the founder of Moms in Prayer International and now travels to nearly every continent speaking, teaching, and training women how to pray effectively. She's also an author, wife of 51 years, mother of four, and grandmother to 10. Fern, it's so good to have you here with us today. It is such a great joy to be with you. Fern, you're praying your grandkids through those school years now. But take us back to those first two of yours heading off to junior high. What happened as you're getting ready to send them off to this new um, stage of their school life? Well, you know, fear really does grip the heart of a mom (laughs) no matter what. Uh, year she sends her child off to school because it's like, you know what? We can't control everything mm-hmm. that happens like we did you know, when they're at home. And so it's a time of saying, oh, Lord, you can be with them. You're omnipresent, and I, they need you. And I'm so the, the desire to pray for those two oldest of my four children as they went to middle school was so great in my heart because I could either go to fear or prayer. Mm. And um, and so when I would feel those stirrings in my heart about, you know, will they uh, be strong enough in their faith to say no to the pressures that will be coming uh, to them? And um, I said, Lord you know what, I just need somebody else to pray with. I I knew the power of corporate prayer. The agreement prayer is powerful when we pray together. And so I just said, Lord, I am asking you to give me one other mom who will take time out of her busy schedule to come to my home so that we can pray for our children and the other children and all that surrounds our children at that school. So you prayed for one other mom. What happened? I prayed for one other mom. I said, who is that mom? (laughs) And the Lord put upon my heart the name of a mom, and I called her, and I said, 
Linda, I just feel like I just need somebody to pray with for our kids and that school, for salvation to come to that school, that our kids would find a community of believers that they can be strong with. And, I just, and she said, oh, I'm in. Let's start. And I think there are about five of us that very first week. But I really wanted this to be a time of prayer where there was no coffee. We didn't eat. This was was warfare. I mean, this was spiritual warfare between darkness and light. And we didn't have time to fiddle-faddle. So I just... um, uh, the four steps of prayer came uh, to to me in light of strategically praying through that hour so that we were praying and not talking, that that hour would be full of the Word of God, because then we know if we pray according to His will and His Word, we can be an expectation of answers to prayer. And so that's how it started, and that's the way it's been for 35 years. I love, you know, I think today sometimes we think we have to have some sort of like hook or like something that gets people to come to our meeting, like come and get great coffee or have a, like a delicious home-baked good or something. But um, what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, the desire to be praying for our children is enough for women or people to gather around without needing the coffee. You know what? It's really true because moms need hope today. And um, there are a lot of things that are happening in their children's lives that um, cause them great, uh, you know, anxiety. But when they come to that hour and we pray those four steps of prayer throughout that hour, it's this is the real truth. They leave believing that God has heard their prayer, that He can do the impossible. And they leave with confidence, knowing that God is in charge. Mm. So what happened after those initial group meetings where you and a small, um, this one other mom, or maybe a couple other moms were gathered together to pray? What happened from there? You know, the greatest thing that happened was there were so many answers to prayer with that first group that year that we couldn't help but tell other moms. Mm. And... uh, other moms were saying, we need one for our school. And um, so I was getting phone calls of moms from different schools in the area I lived in to, you know, I'm going to bring a group of moms over to my house, and would you please tell us what, what this is all about? You know, we want to we want to pray for our kids and our school and the teachers and the principal. And I said, great. So I would go to their homes and share with them about the four steps of prayer, how the hour of corporate prayer was so powerful, how it would transform their lives because we're in the Scripture the whole hour uh, as we pray. And so other other groups started, and um, and then churches began to ask me to come and share. And then I shared at retreats. I mean, the Lord just opened up um, this... um, this amazing one hour of prayer that he instigated in my heart, but it's his ministry. He started it through a, through a mom that said, boy, I need somebody else to pray with, Lord. We're in a big battle here, and we need troops for the invasion. Mm. It sounds <laughs> and, like a ton of growth was happening. Did this happen, was it quickly? I mean, you said after the first year you already had other people wanting to start groups, but how— yeah. How quickly were you growing at this point? 
Well, it was kind of like, you know, one mom at a time telling the other mom. And uh, so it was a grassroots kind of thing. So uh, at the time, uh, we were living in British Columbia, Canada, with a ministry that my uh, husband and I were working with, which was Camps Crusade for Christ at the time. And um, he was a basketball coach, and so um, they moved moved the um, the team to Southern California. And the Lord brought me another mom. A mm-hmm. uh, lady from up the street came down and asked if her son was playing with my boys because they were in high school. And she took my hand and she said, Oh, Fern, if it's just the two of us, we've got to pray. And as a result of that, in just a few months, there were probably 20, 25 women in my home for that one school. So it started growing down here in in California. And then I got a call from Focus on the Family. We had prayed that we would get on this program. I'll never forget this, Rachel. It was so precious. I was stirring spaghetti for the family and land cream. She called from Focus on the Family, and she said, Hey, you know what? We're hearing a lot about your ministry. Can you tell me about it? I said, Whoa, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Maybe a few months later, she called, and she said, Dr. Dobson wants you on the show. Over 20,000 responses, and we have never been the same since. Mm. I mean, 145 countries. I mean, moms of every culture and language and tribe and nation— the heart of a mom beats the same all over the world. And we, and if we are not crying out for our children, who is? So as people hear about what you are doing and as Moms in Prayer took shape into the organization that it is today, when people um, want to link arms with you and start praying for their children in their schools, how does it work? How does Moms in Prayer as an organization work? God in His blessing, His ministry, has brought us people that, you know, we have an amazing website now. If you get on, you know, momsinprayer.org, and, and uh, it's just easy to see if there is a, a group for their school. And then it, it outlines how you can, um, you know, uh, uh, talk to the state coordinator of a state or area coordinator, uh, God has given us leadership in each state and and each country. Our little booklet, it's only about 40-some pages, really succinctly shares how this hour goes and how they can start a group and just what Moms in, in Prayer is. How do you see Moms in Prayer impacting the students and the schools that are being prayed for? Well, yeah, I have four children, Rachel, and I tell you, these prayers that I have prayed with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of moms the last 35 years, has truly changed the lives of each one of my children. Mm-hmm. I had one little prodigal that we just cried out for for a few years, and um, that that he would come to his senses, that he would... He would be miserable in this state he was in, that uh, this relationship that he once had with the Lord, that he would miss it, that he would fall back in love with Jesus. And, Rachel, the story, and, and I'm just one mom that could tell you a story of how prodigals have returned or salvation has come to a child or 
healing or removing a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's not good for them. But how it happened with my son is God's Holy Spirit just convicted my son of his sin. And he started to go to this church uh, in San Diego and would sit in the back pew. And later he told me, Mom, it was like I was the only one in there and that piece pastor was speaking only to me. And week after week, he would go and weep. And one glorious moment, God really wooed him back. He went forward and totally surrendered his life to Christ. This is just one of thousands of stories of how when we come together, cry out in the name of Jesus, using the Word of God, placing their names right in that Scripture, answers to prayer, Um, God getting all the glory. And this precious son now is married and raising a godly little family. In fact, uh, he's a coach, and now he is uh, working in a school and was prompted by the Holy Spirit to go to seminary. Mm. So, you know, you I know. Because, you know, we're we're praying, we're fighting for their lives on our knees, we're joining Jesus. That's what's the sweet thing about this ministry. One um, mom just had this really, um, well, severing of a relationship with her son, and he could hardly stand her to touch him. Mm. And we began to pray for reconciliation, forgiveness, for the restoring of this relationship. And by the end of the school year, that boy was hugging his mom before he left for school. Mm. God changes things when we pray. I love hearing the transformation that happens in the lives of the students and the young people. Um, But I imagine that there are some beautiful things that happen when moms get together when women realize that they're not alone in the prayers that they are praying for their children. How have you seen moms in prayer impact the lives of the mothers? When we start out our time with praise, a great impact for what we hear from um, testimonies of moms all over the world is that when we know God, we'll trust Him. And so in that praise time, when we take an attribute or a characteristic of who God is, for example, that He's sovereign, that He is the blessed controller of all things, that He is King of the universe, uh, His plans will not be thwarted. When we come together from whatever is out there in our circumstances, that has been hard or seems impossible or overwhelming or defeating, and we come together and we take the Word of God and see what He says about, I am the Sovereign Lord, Creator of heaven and earth. I mean, He is the one who is the the breathing star God, and He can do that. What it does, it gets our, the truth of this is who God says He is, and that who He is or He isn't. Mm. And so what it does to our heart is we will then grow in our trust of the God that we know. That takes 
each mom deeper in her love relationship with the Lord, knowing who he is, how much he cares. So what happens in that praise time filters through the whole rest of the of the hour with the confession, thanksgiving, and the intercession. Well, these are beautiful promises, and they're not just promises that that your organization helps people to see here domestically, but also internationally. And you said over 140 countries. Did you ever dream that your desire to have another mom to pray with and your cries to the Father for your kids would open up a ministry like this? (laughs) No, and you know, it's just um, so we stand back in awe and wonder of what God is doing in raising up this truly mighty army of moms, ordinary moms. One time we called us just cookie-baking moms. <laughs> but we have an almighty, extraordinary, supernatural God who hears and answers prayer. And that's, that's the whole glory of this ministry. It's all His, all His. Where do you go from here? How do you... Do you keep looking for more countries to be involved in? Do you expand here in the in North America? What what is, what's your vision for the future? Well, you know what you, you're right on, on the things that you just said, but you, there are so many schools that are not covered, and it breaks my heart. So I'm so thankful that each one of our states has a state coordinator who has women working under her, and. Um, They strategize, and the first strategy is to pray, Lord, every school in our state, the vision is every school in our state would have two or more moms crying out for that school. I never once 35 years ago thought about praying against people not in their right minds coming on our campuses and shooting our children. Mm. I mean, we so need every school covered. I mean... I have got schools to cover with with my grandchildren, but I can't pray for all of them so you can see the multiplication and the zillions of prayers that can be prayed if every school was prayed for, that hedge of protection around that school, for revival and spiritual awakening at that school. So if we pray that for the United States, we're praying that for Europe, we're praying that for... We have 2,000 schools. Schools covered in South Korea. Wow. I mean, it's just amazing what what God is doing around the world as the moms are coming together, but there's a lot of work yet to be done. Mm. Fern, you have been at this for a number of years at this point, and you've probably seen lots of ups and downs, had a lot of joys, and probably some challenges along the way. I'm wondering how this ministry has impacted you. It has just humbled me. (laughs) Mm. I am constantly before the throne asking, Oh, Lord, Satan hates this ministry. And in John 17, I love John 17 because that's how Jesus prayed for the disciples and for us. And he prayed for unity. And I constantly pray for unity in this ministry, that we impact children and schools worldwide for Christ by gathering mothers to pray. What would you say to someone who 
has an urging to do something, who wants to um, put their faith into action, who wants to um, take perhaps the anxiety or the anxiousness they have about the unknown and their children leaving them, and they just don't know what to do, what wisdom would you pass along to them? Well, this might sound simple, but it's powerful. Be in the Word and pray every day yourself. Develop your own personal relationship with Jesus so that you hear Him say, Come to me, honey, if you are weary or heavy laden, I will give you rest. If you want to know something, ask me. I will generously give you wisdom. If you need strength, I promise you, I will take you from strength to strength. If you want to serve me in a greater way, be patient. Trust me that I will reveal that to you at the proper time. Your own personal relationship with the Lord will keep you in that high tower of safety where there is refuge and strength. You know, how it happened with me, I was in the kitchen just crying out to the Lord, saying, Lord, I want my boys to stay, stay strong in you. And I just you know, was talking to him. And and then that's when he gave me, you know, this call another mom and I need another mom. And, and I, I tell people, I say, you know, you never know on an unassuming day when you're just talking with the Lord what will happen next. I had no idea. It's such a joy to hear you tell your story um, and share your heart for for the ministry that that's grown up around you. Um, it's so lovely to hear you you talk about uh, the love that you have for your children and the love that you have for the children of this world and the schools and um, the care that you extend to each and every one of them. You are truly an inspiration, and I'm so glad that you were able to join us today. But you know what? This has been a joy to once again give God glory for this ministry that He started. And, you know, in Revelation it says that it's by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb that Satan is defeated. We're on the victory side, aren't we, Rachel? We are on the victory side. That is right. (laughs) Fern, thank you so much for joining us today. You're... Oh... Thank you for asking me. Moms in Prayer follows a structure in their prayers. First is praise, moving our focus from our problem to the problem solver. Next is confession. James 5 verse 16 says, the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Thanksgiving follows, giving thanks to God in all circumstances. And lastly, intercession, asking God to work powerfully in the lives of others. Moms in Prayer began with a faithful mom who loved her kids and was obedient to scripture that calls us to seek him first. Will you do the same? I can't wait to hear how God answers your prayers. That's Action and Ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legute. Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action and send us an email.